Hey y'all and welcome to Dear Church. Um, Dear Church is something that God gave me um, a little while back just to um, have a conversation. A lot of times, especially with millennials, some things are swept under the rug. Some things are uh, not dealt with maybe as much as they should be. So um, now's the time for us to go ahead and discuss those things. Hello again and welcome to Dear Church Episode 2, Dating Dilemmas and Marriage Myths. Um, We are going to get started just with a word of prayer. God, we thank you for allowing us this evening to come together again to talk about some issues within the church that may not be uh, delved into as much as they ought God, we're asking you to help everyone that is dating now, uh, looking to be married, those that are already married. We're praying for stability in marriages. We're asking God for you to strengthen marriages and most of all, bring that covenant relationship that they have with each other to you and with you. We thank you for these blessings and all we ask in Jesus name. Thank God. Amen. All right. There is a little song and it says, I'll be committed to you. I'll never leave you. Nothing in this world could make me walk away. No matter what life may bring, I'll be by your side. No matter what you face, you won't be lonely. Because forever is a long time. That's how long I'll love you. That's how long I'll love you. Forever. Forever is a long time. That's how long I'll love you. That's how long I'll love you forever. All right, here we go. Dating dilemmas and marriage myths. I have a special guest with me, my queen, the lovely, the one, the only, Jahavia Jackson. Let's hear her as she comes. Yes. Awesome. We are working it out today. <laughs> We're here, and we are here in Jesus' name. My wife and I dated for <laughs> how long? A couple months. <laughs> A couple months uh, before we actually got married. I, yeah, I literally mean a couple months. It's Why was like it a couple of months though? Um, well, it was a couple months, uh, because, I mean, yeah, like we knew that we were supposed to be together. We, you know, weren't in a rush just to be married, to do what married people do. But I mean, we knew the plan of God. We knew what God had spoken to us and, you know, we just wanted to do the will of the Lord. So... You know, from April 26th, we dated to, right, (laughs) from April 26th, we dated to, what, June 14th and got engaged. Technically, we were still dating. Um, We're still dating now, but 
Uh, we, you know, our process moved up from that to um, marriage on August 10th, all of that of the same year, 2013. That was a good year. Great. Um, but yeah, so we really only dated for about four and a half months. And that was from April 26th to the day we got married, August 10th. Um, yeah. How, how was your experience dating? Just you or, or dating? Dating me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a fun experience. It was something more like, I felt like a princess, you know, and whenever we would go, oh, uh, I would meet him. Well, I would meet you at your house, and uh, I would be driving down the road thinking, this cannot be real. Like, is this real life? Am I really dating somebody who cares about me? Like, mm, I don't know. Is this real life? It was. It was real life. Um, being saved and dating, it was... Yeah, talk about that. <laughs> it was fun, um, but it was like... Everybody wanted to make a skeptical. Is that the word? Spectacle? Yeah, that. Mm -hmm. A spectacle. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone wanted to like put us under a magnifying glass and tell us what we could and couldn't do and all that. Like this is my relationship. But exactly. um and of course we were kids. Well, I was a kid. I was only nineteen when we were dating. Um that's not the last group. I got a lash group. I'm not the blessed. <laughs> <laughs> We're probably gonna laugh a lot during this. We laugh a lot. We laugh. Listen, we All enjoy one another. We enjoy life. We love to laugh. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's we what got we no do. kids right now. Anyway, that's what we do. Um <laughs> Continue. What were you talking about? Dating, yeah, dating, dating being saved. You were saying that people like made a spectacle yeah, of the relationship. People, like we even well, I guess I can't really talk yeah. about that because we don't want that person Price, to be yeah, offended, Price. but... Praise, yeah, Price, People yeah. would, like, check up on us, um, which is fine, you know, to have people be concerned. People... Checking up on you, but to just assume that you're doing stuff. Like, we were really um, at my pastor's house at that time. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but just, you know, you can't hold hands and... The saints don't have boyfriends and girlfriends. Right. Like, right. why not? Yeah. Why don't the saints? And have two, we, you know, we come from different cultures, so it's like, you know, in in the world that she grew up in, it's okay for me. It to was sit fine in church to you know sit with your boyfriend and call them boyfriend and like sit with them and the way that I grew up. It was like, there. they're your friend until you're yeah. married. <laughs> and I was Literally, that's how it was. I was and so offended. I introduced her as friend one time at church as my friend. And oh, it was a big ordeal when we were dating. It was, it was I was huge. mad. Like, no, friends don't hold hands. I don't hold hands with my friends. Like, that's weird. Right. You can't, you can't friend me. No, just because, like, you scared. I used to be like, are you, like, afraid of them? How does this work? But... We worked it out. It, it, it was a point to where I even put on his coat one time during service because I was cold. But I guess we don't do that over here in Holy <laughs> So 
that was <laughs> that was a problem. Well. And uh but you know, it, it we was married at that time. Yeah. But that was a little different. But <laughs> I mean the dating process for for me was really fun. Um we had to set boundaries though for ourselves because you know we, we didn't want to deal with the tempters. And uh, what I love about God is that he is going to give you a way of escape. He's going to make a way of escape that you'll be able to bear temptation. That's what the scripture says. And so what he did for us is he made sure that my wife was actually in Bible college at the time. So she had a curfew and that was great. Like we, you know, we wouldn't break, break curfew as much as we wanted to see each other while we were dating. There were times where... You know, I'd say, okay, you got to go. And she'd be like, I don't want to go. And I'd I was like, upset. You know, you got to go. And um, we would do that. And then um, there were days, you know, we wouldn't see each other because we would actually be fasting and praying and seeking God and be like, okay, I'm not going to see you today. Though we wanted to, we were submissive to the will of God and we made sure that, you know, we didn't give in to temptation, even though it was only, you know, four and a half months. But it, easily the devil could have he, right. That's good. Which temptation it's gonna come anyway. The right. the, the sin is not in the temptation. Right. The sin is it's in the act into of, it. Right. Right. Is if you give into the act of the temptation, that's where you fall into sin. But the temptation it's gonna come regardless. You you date one person for, you know, a week and you're gonna be tempted to do stuff, especially if you know that they're the one for you you already you know have it made up in your heart and in your mind that you're gonna be with this person forever you just be like well i might as well just go ahead because this is the person i'm gonna be with especially right. after you sign your marriage license before the wedding you be like it's already signed so <laughs> <laughs> but true you know you just gotta let the lord uh keep your heart in mind right because if not you you will Give in. That's to, true. To the flush. You have to know what the real prize is. Um, yeah, a little bit. You have to know what the real prize is. Um, and God gave me at that particular time to um, have phone prayer. Like we would get off the phone and God would have us to actually take turns praying for one another. Um, to keep the Lord in our marriage, in our, well, in our relationship at that time. And we were dating at that time. Um, but to keep God in our relationship. Um, when you get the man or the woman of your dreams, the woman, the man that you've been praying for, please don't forget about God. Don't forget what God has in store for you and what he's done and lose it behind the person that he sent to you. Because that person that he sent is not God. Right. The person that he sent is from God, if he's if he or she is really from God, but they're not God. It's not and so, right? And they, I want to talk about that, but that's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So let's talk about PDA. <laughs> PDA. You don't. He didn't like PDA, and like I said, he you hold hands and people freak out like oh my god they're holding hands they must be having sex like no it's just our hands um how did y'all know how did y'all two know y'all was uh going to be married or how long did it take 
Um, so for me, I can say I knew that we were, I knew that Jahayu was my wife from literally the first phone conversation. We had, we talked on the phone um, and our paths were so similar. The things that we did were so similar and it was just literally a God connection. And, you know, that day I went and told my brother, I said, I found my wife. And um, yeah, for me, it was the first phone conversation after what two out two three hours of talking? Mm, uh, it took me a couple of weeks after we talked. Um, but the day that we started dating, I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this gonna be the one." Because we literally fasted and prayed um, before he even talked to me. I had was fasting and praying. Um, Likewise. And I was like, Lord, I like him. I want to marry him. And he let me do that. So, yeah, it didn't take long at all. Um, once we talked, we knew. We knew. Yeah. Um, so, kissing, which is a part of PDA. Um, my thing with um keep your smooches limited yeah do i mean if you yeah. want to kiss kiss you know but all that yeah we baby. we were um the way some the way we were taught it was like don't <laughs> don't kiss don't do anything that's going to even tempt you to go further um so you know we would we would kiss and hug and hold hands and stuff like that and there was a point you know where we were like okay yeah chill because yeah, uh <laughs> praise god but <laughs> um, um, said who was it's not first hand um you mean like who was ready to get married first is that what you're asking because it's probably me mm -hmm. or if you're asking like i'm it depends on how you're asking. Them. Yeah. Um, I'm more... I'm the more uh, affectionate one in the relationship. Because I... Okay. Um, I don't know. Do you think you were more so ready? I think he was ready for, like, life after a wedding type. He wanted kids and all that good stuff. I was good. You know, and even I even told him, you know, I didn't really want a wedding. You know, we could just go to the courthouse and and be good. Um, I'm glad we did have a wedding. Yeah, the wedding that we you did. deserved that though. Um, but I want to say it was probably him um, that was more so ready for for marriage. Yeah. I would say that too, probably. Um, back to the kissing, which is going to lead to the next uh, dilemma, quote unquote. Um, yeah, so too too much, <laughs> too much kissing, too much heavy petting, too much hugging, too much, you know, being around one another all the time um, will lead to sex prematurely. Um, you know, before marriage, which is not what you want because it can cloud your judgment. 
um, sex is is meant for the wife and the husband. It's not meant, you know, for you to test be drive. together, right? To test drive, and it can cloud your judgment because you be thinking, "Oh, I really love this person." Because when you have sex with someone, it it's a soul tie, and you're wondering, you know, why you have this spirit, why you're feeling this way, why you can't let go of them, but. That's because there's literally a soul tie with that person because you've had an intimate act that's supposed to connect a wife and a husband. So the Bible tells us, and um, I don't have the actual scriptures, but you can look it up when you get time and I'll probably post them later. Um, flee youthful lusts um, and flee fornication. Um, the best thing to do, 1 Corinthians 7 and 1 through 2 Paul was speaking to the Corinthian church. He says, now concerning these things, concerning the things whereof ye wrote unto me, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. Nevertheless, to avoid fornication, let every man have his own wife and every woman her own husband. Flee fornication. Flee youthfulness. If you have found that person that you want to be with, you don't have to wait to have a humongous wedding. This is what I tell young people. You can go ahead and get that marriage license go ahead and go down to the courthouse if you're burning in your lust you know if you're burning um you know you don't want to burn in hell <laughs> if you're already burning you know if your flesh is burning you don't want to take that further um you don't want to have that temptation to take hold of you um and so an option is to go ahead and get the marriage license Go down to the courthouse, have a small ceremony with just yourselves or your family, your immediate family, and then have the ceremony without all the pressure. Kira Shear did it. That's an option. Yeah. Kira Shear Kelly. Hello. Kelly. She's married. And another thing is to have a third third wheel. Have some people like we had, my brothers. Um, you know, friends to be around you. That way, that will relieve some pressure and you won't be tempted to um, have sex until you get married. Yeah. And they got to Yeah. So, personality differences. We had a few. Um, um, I'm more spontaneous. She's a detailed... Well, She used to be really detailed in planning. Um... But you know that that was, was what we were before uh, we marriage were on, and life. Went on a trip with his brothers and wasted an entire day. Well, we went to see my dad, so it wasn't that big of a waste. But we didn't like it do the things. We went to eat at Subway, and we it was like our first fight too, because I felt like if we was gonna go out of town, we should at least did something. But we just rolled around the whole day and didn't do nothing because they didn't plan for nothing. They don't need me. Hey. But it was um, just, you know, just to get away and enjoy. I, wanna, I wanted to go and do something. I thought at the time that we were going to, like, do something. Like, go swimming or to a putt-putt or something. But literally, we just spent the whole day driving around saying, what are we going to do? So we <laughs> find something. They was in there. We find something to do. We're yeah. going to do something. Like, y'all should have been had this planned out. But whatever, though, don't bite listen to me. Just, just <laughs> yeah, that, it, and it took a minute to compromise. 
that's one of the things in actual marriage Don't that you have to do. You have to compromise and communicate with one another. Let each other know what you're feeling. Sometimes, you know, I'll tell my wife um, as we're moving into the marriage portion, and I'll tell her, you know, I, I can't read your mind. If you want me to know something, let me know what you're thinking. Let me know what you're feeling. And that way we can look at our waist again. <laughs> let me know what you're <laughs> let me know what you're feeling and thinking and we can, you know, act on that, move on that. Um, but anyway, marriage is a beautiful thing. Of course, we all know the first uh, marriage would happen in the Garden of Eden with Adam and Eve. Um, God Ooh. took a rib from Adam and created Eve, his wife, and one of the best things um, that could have happened to him, even though things happened with mm, her anyway, deceived, her being deceived by... She was deceived. Yeah. He just followed suit. Right. Yeah. Right. But she still gave him children. They replenished the earth. She was the mother of all living. You know, she, she had a purpose in the earth. Mm-hmm. And, um, she the reason it hurt for me to have children. Yeah, she's the reason it, it, it hurts to have children. <laughs> but the reason, I think one of the reasons, and I'm going to ask you this as well. I think one of the reasons why some marriage, marriages don't work is because people get caught up in a glamorous wedding. And, you know, they don't realize that you actually have to be in you a marriage. After. After you have to live after. When the people are gone... When, you know, that money, a whole lot of it that you spent to have this lavish wedding, nothing wrong with that, of course, but you have to actually live in a marriage and compromise and love one another and get along and live with you someone that you've never met. Like, no, no, no. I'm just, I'm oh, just speaking okay. to the people. It has nothing to do with you. We get along mm -hmm. great. But I'm just saying, you know, you have to learn these things as, as you, go. you go and it's not always an easy thing. Um... Why do you think that some marriages don't may not work? Oh, some people, some people. I I noticed a lot that um, social media plays a big part in a lot of people's marriages. Um, they like share memes and post oh, memes, which I used to do. Like in the beginning, when I would get mad, I would like post up and post memes. It was so dumb. But that's like our culture. Yeah. We get mad and share me. This is how I feel. Like, this is <laughs> right. Talk like, communicate, y'all. Communicate. Talk to, them, Talk to one another Don't and find out what's going on. You, then you want to tell, and another big thing that um, that got me in trouble, or that got both of us in, well, most of me, like talking to your family about your marital problems. Do not, don't. Don't do it. Please don't. Especially if you got family like Leave mine. your mother at home. Cleave I to your wife. I love my but they talk to Cleave to one another, as the Bible, as the scripture has said. Don't me. call your pastor, your first lady, your mom, Listen, daddy. Listen, talk to one another. Out. Communicate. Listen, leave, leave mama alone. Don't be talking to your daddy about what he did. Talk to them. Talk to your spouse and figure it out together. Yeah. Figure it out together. So one of the things, too, is that a lot of, um, I find that a lot of maybe older church couples don't seem to be happy. Um, <laughs> like, you know, they go, they go to the, I'm going to talk about it. They go to the convocations and. You know, go out, but they don't seem to enjoy one another. Like they don't like, seem to. Like, I had not said. 
they don't seem to to like you know enjoy each other. And um, anyway, so I'm gonna read this scripture to help <laughs> to help some of y'all. It said in First Corinthians seven and three through five, <laughs> the Bible said, "Let the." <laughs> In 1 Corinthians 7 and 3 through 5, it says, Let the husband render unto the wife due benevolence. Hello. Do. It's owed unto me. And likewise, also the wife unto the husband. The wife hath not power over her own body, but the husband. And likewise, also the husband hath not power over his own body, but the wife. Uh, defraud ye not one another, except it be with consent for a time that you may give yourselves to fasting and prayer and come together again that Satan tempt you not for your incontinency. Listen, y'all. The Lord wants you to be blessed. When you have a spouse, he wants you to bless your spouse and he wants your spouse to bless you. Don't allow the enemy to come in. And I'm talking to married people now. Married, those that have the rings. And don't just have the rings, but the license. Those that have went through the process and are actually married. Do what you're supposed to do with your spouse and enjoy and then go work. Listen, the Bible said, what did the Bible say about uh, Hannah and Elkanah? After they got done in the temple, when they was in the temple, once they got done in the temple, they went home. After they worshiped, they and went home they and they, they worshipped. <laughs> no, they don't say worship. <laughs> no, they went mean. home and they were blessed. They blessed one another. And out came a prophet of God. Praise God. So, <laughs> and I thank God for that. You and so, <laughs> so when you get done worshiping, praise the Lord, in the temple, go home and be blessed with Your one and enjoy Marriage is not just about sex, but sex does play a part in marriage. So allow the Lord to bless you in your and marriage. Your when you, you when you are right, and allow your spouse to bless you and bless your spouse. Listen, be blessed. Bless each other. We might go after dark series. There was a there was a man of God who said he don't go too long without blessing his spouse, his wife, and he don't go and his wife don't go too long without blessing him. Listen. When you get done with with being in the presence of the Lord, go home to your spouse and be blessed and enjoy one another and enjoy life. Go on trips, go on vacations, enjoy time, quality time with your spouse, even as, if it's on a date going to get ice cream cone. Like I said, it's not all about sex, you but sex plays a part. Uh, mother and granny for keeping our kids. Thanks for keeping the kids. Miss um, Kimberly Cinches and Cora Palmer, we love you and thank you so much. <laughs> um, so we know that marriage is not a walk in the park. Um, even with two saved people, it takes work. Salvation does not mean that you're not going to go through in your marriage uh, with temptation. Though. Some arguments are healthy. Time to time, so you can't get. <laughs> Listen. Well, when he when he does and he, you he does it, do what you supposed to do. Church or do not. what you're supposed to do. Praise God. Do what you you're supposed to do. Praise the Lord. Or not. So put God first. Pray for your marriage. Have lots of fun and enjoy it. Keep people out of your married business. We talked about all these. 
and find wise counsel. Paul was not married. Most of the scriptures I read that was were actually from him. But he had great insight as to what marriage should be. Paul wasn't married. Um, but, you know, he, he and he said, I would that you would be like me, but I couldn't be like Paul. Um, and, a, and a lot of people aren't like Paul. Now, if you're, you know, if you're a eunuch for Christ's sake, if you, if you are, you know, we're really praying for you, especially if you're single. Um, and if, even if you're dating and not married and trying to live right, trying to live a Christian life, um, abstaining from sex, even being, uh, I guess abstinent is the word, right? That they being use. abstinent? Like I'm, that's what they say, right? I'm celibate. Celibate, celibate. I'm sorry. Thank you. Well, that's what I was saying. Celibate. Uh -huh. But that was, I was talking about the term. But, um, you know, even if you're being celibate, um, we pray for you and we pray, you know, that God would help you along that journey. It is not easy um, to just be committed to the Lord and serving God and not have a spouse um, when you have desires. Wish they're going to come, but you don't have to give into temptation. Find yourself busy. Find something to do for God. Make sure that you're using your time wisely. Ephesians 5 and 25, and we're wrapping up through 29 also 33 um, says, husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water of water by the word, that he might present it to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without being blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever hated his own flesh, but nourisheth and cherisheth it, even as the Lord the church. Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife, even as himself. And the wife see that she reverence her husband. Yeah, that's what the word says. So, you know, if, if, if you are a husband, make sure that you're loving your wife the way she's supposed to be loved. Um, and that will show in up. Yeah. Love her in every area. Um, and you have to learn that she's how supposed to, be to do that with, with one another. You're not just going to, if you're, you know, dating and about to get married, you're not just going to walk right into your marriage and know everything about being with that particular person. No books and no, you know, you can, you can counsel too, but none of that's going to prepare you for living 24-7, you know, you go to work, whatever, but nothing's going to prepare you for being with that person all the time because at some point you're going to want your space and they're going to want to, like, be with you. Especially, like, early in the morning, he's not a morning person, but I am. And when I, you know, when I get up before, if I get up before the kids, you know, I'll turn over and do like this and he'd be like, move! <laughs> because, you know, he's not that type of person. I used to be offended, but it's, it's, Learning how to love the person the way they want to be loved. You can't just love. You got to learn their love languages and stuff like that. Right. Um, if you love them the way that you show love, that's cool. But they might not always interpret that as you show a love because that's the way that you know. Um, but if you love, if you watch, you know, learn them, watch their cues, learn when they're upset, learn when, uh, you know, when they want to be held and things like that. Um when they need something. Right. The job of the spouse 
is also to discern. Um, you definitely need discerning of spirits, especially being a Christian uh, spouse. Um, you need to know when your spouse needs you a little more than, you know, uh, you needs know. a little more prayer, needs a little more attention. grace, needs a little more attention, needs a little more help in some areas, you know, so. I think, too, a lot of times we, uh, and I say we, mean we, um, because of how some of us were raised, when something is wrong, we. The African-American community. That yeah. We automatically jump to, oh, they got an attitude, oh, they, you know, you've been acting dumb. Right. Instead of trying to, you know, hey, something, he not acting right or she not acting right. right. Something must be up. You know, right. get to the root of the problem. Try to recognize what's really going on, why they acting this way. We and, definitely don't take illnesses um, seriously. And that's a good um, And I think our, I think our, our, it's really from our ancestors. They, they weren't, you know, oh, that's a spirit. Or, you know, go take some rubber testing. You'll be fine. You'll be all right. Like, <laughs> I'm dying. Okay, take some rubber testing. You'll, you'll be all right in the morning. Take <laughs> some Dimetap. You'll be just fine. Like, no, there <laughs> is so. actually something wrong with me. Something happened to me. And I need to express that. Mm -hmm. So we, it, you know, there are signals. Even before you get married. Not to say that, you know, there's anything wrong with your with your Person, spouse or significant other. But some now some things can be red flags. They can be a deal breaker. Don't sit up and let somebody abuse you, beat on you, cuss you out, talk bad to you, and y'all not even married. Just imagine what's gonna happen when you get married. So be mindful of those things. Um mm -hmm. also realize that um marriage is not going to fix a problem that needs deliverance. I'll say it again. Marriage will not fix a problem that needs deliverance. Um, if somebody needs to be delivered, if they have a lust spirit, it, it's not going to stop when they get married. Um, in fact, it could only increase because now they have their, they have what what they need and they can get it from elsewhere as well. So they have the stability of what they want and something elsewhere. So... You know, let's be mindful of those things. If you're married, love your spouse, enjoy your spouse, do everything you can to make sure that you are pleasing them as you please the Lord and they please you as they please the Lord and have a good time. I do want to give a special shout out to Miss Alondria Harris and Mr. Jalen, Pastor. Pastor, excuse me, Jalen Phillips, who are uh, in a few days, going to take that great leap of faith. Um, and we're actually going to pray for you in just a few moments. But we want to salute them on this journey. Um, the Lord has blessed them to find one another. Um, and, you know, we want to pray that God's will be done in their lives um, and that they be able to move forward in ministry. Anything else you Shout want to add? Shout out to uh, Pastor Carl McClendon and First Lady. Yes, today is Pastor Carl McClendon and Pamela McClendon's 26th anniversary. Um, I am blessed to have been alive for each one of them. You as well. Um, they are a, got a really godly couple who we love and appreciate. They've been great examples um, of loving one another and being godly in ministry. So we salute you as well today. Um, and may God continue to bless you with many more years to love one another. Enjoy it.
Anything else you want to add? No. Okay. God, we thank you tonight for allowing us to express the sentiments of our heart, even through scripture concerning dating and marriage. We ask God that you would look on all of those that are dating, those that are single and looking to be married, those that are already married, those that are, may even be having trouble in their marriages. We pray that you would bless them and keep them. We ask that you would look on them, give them the strength to know what to do in the situation and look to you. God, we ask that you would continue to look on Pastor Jalen Phillips and Sister Alondria Harris as they continue to plan for their wedding um, that is to come in a few months, I do believe. We ask that you would look on them, continue to give them the strength for the journey, even the days ahead. We pray that they would have a successful marriage, that they would build a strong unit and have a family of love and peace. We're asking God to each that to each person that is listening now that you would look on them and bless them in their marriage, bless their finances, bless their homes, their families, and strengthen them to have a great family dynamic in Jesus' name. We thank you for doing it for us, and we ask you to continue to bless our marriage, our ministry, and everything that we put our hands to, our family. Keep us all in Jesus' name. We pray and ask all things. Thank God. Amen. All right. God bless you all. Have a great evening. And until next time, this is Dear Church.